The common true katydid is a bright green bulky insect. Each night in the summer into the early autumn, starting at dusk, the male katydids sing, often synchronizing their song with other katydids. These choruses of the night frightened early European settlers, who had never experienced anything like this before. As the temperatures drop late in the year, these choruses slow down and drop in tone, sounding not unlike creaking doors and groaning voices. In this Halloween special episode, I explore the Vinemount Swamp east of Hamilton, Ontario, seeking eastern screech owls, but also finding many other sounds of the night. At the time of the recording, I was unaware of this change in tone and speed of the katydid song late in the season, and for me it certainly added an air of mystery to this nocturnal hike. My name is Rob, and this is Songbirding, Chorus of the Night. Dusk out uh, Salt Fleet Township, east of Hamilton, Ontario. Get killed here flying over in. Very interesting insects. Actually, don't know what this is. Not a grasshopper, is my guess. Maybe a katydid did of some kind. Spooked by me getting close. It's the top of a small tree. Not sure if this is an apple tree or cherry tree. Okay, now it's stopped, but I can hear another one far off. Oh, there we go, it's going again.
also grasshoppers still carrying on as well as crickets it's October 9th so only a third of the way through October it's been a warm October so they uh, the insects are still pretty active warm and wet this whole week has been a mix of cloud and rain kind of unusual for the region you don't usually get a lot of fall rain hearing another one of these coming up still killdeer flying around the spot I'm at is uh, farm fields and swamp so I'm in kind of the more swampy area about to walk onto the boardwalk going through the wetter part of it quite a few of these Not only do we have these insects, we have chorus frog as well, too. Could be a boreal chorus frog or a western chorus frog. It's got quite a lively soundscape here amongst the crickets, grasshoppers, these other loud insects that I think are probably some kind of katydid. Occasional chorus frog. But the main reason I'm here today is see if I can get some screech owls. Possibly even some great horned owls. There are quite a few of these insects here.
give it a try for a whistling for Screech Owl. This is one of those things that do to uh, see if there are any around. I recommend if this is something you want to try someday, just take a look at um, Sibley's article about ethics behind playback. So whistling is very similar to playback. Size. Screech owls are small. Now the leaves are still on the tree, so I can't tell if there is one where I think there is one. I think it's a tree right in front of me. 15 feet in front of me. Maybe 20 feet up is where I saw. Y'all go towards whether well, it landed there or flew past it, I'm not sure which. And there's also the possibility it just spooked some other kind of bird species. And then just bolted because they didn't like owl sounds. But I kind of doubt it. Something again. The second thing I've seen that may just have been a squirrel. So I feel like it was going up a tree. flew over me to another branch. Too big to be a bat. Too small to be a great horned owl. Closer to woodcock size, which gets me into kind of screech owl territory. So I might have one that's really curious. What's interesting is it's not saying anything though. Never mind. There we go. That's 
the winning side. They're so good at throwing their voice. First, it sounds like it's very far away. But as you continue to listen, it becomes apparent it's very close. Fortunate timing with an airplane. the Winnie call. Oh, and I see it flying now. So it was literally right above me. It was sounding like it was really far away. I'm just going to walk over to where it flew towards. It seems to be keeping parallel to the trail. There we go. Retail is pretty social. You can hear when you, when you find them at night, sometimes you'll hear pair, pairs or even more whinnying between each other at a distance, communicating.
sometimes you might have four or five of them. sound. There's also a kind of familiar, familial call they do, which is that right there. Wow, good timing. <laughs> but they stay on one note repeated. They'll also do clicks and barks too sometimes. Well, I'm not expecting that tonight. I have recorded clicks and barks before. Very limited. Oh, okay, he was even closer than I thought. It just flew. It just flew. And uh, another perch now. Still can't tell where. Oh, now I can. It is such a small bird. I can see its silhouette. Always surprised how small a screech owl really is. Kind of like the size of a robin. much more round. So this is probably 15 to 20 feet in front of me. 12 to 15 feet off the ground. Screech owls are the type that live in holes, basically in cavities of trees. So it's stereotypical owl in, owl in a cavity is this kind of owl. You can see it shifting around a little bit. It almost certainly can see me much better than I can see it. Their eyes are 
designed for crepuscular viewing, so dusk and dawn are the best times for them. A lot like the eyes of a cat. silent in flight. The only noise made is the branch they they jump off of or leaves they happen to touch. Pretty sure it landed over here. There we go. Retail might still be here, just not vocal. Oh, jeez. Just went over my head. That almost certainly was the owl. Or one of them. Very good chance of there being multiple owls here. Very quickly becoming misty in here, actually. I've never seen that happen before. So quick. But first, when the owl came in, it was very quiet. That's what I have happen about 50% of the time that I do whistling. That is that I hear nothing. And of those times that I hear nothing, I have no idea how many of those times Nothing is actually there, but this time I knew something was there because I could see the silhouette flying around. I just had to wait. Nearly 50% of the time, something will vocalize quite quickly. and at a distance and then come closer to see you. It's one of the reasons I don't worry too much about the impact of whistling or a playback is that I know from the bioacoustic monitor work that I've done that screech owls are set off by all kinds of things. And those include sirens, coyotes singing, other screech owls, of course, and really anything that mimics that kind of sound can do it. Uh, I've actually, yeah, I've seen barred owls set them off as well, too or heard, rather. Anything that's a strong whistling tone 
downward direction, inflection, can inspire them to uh, vocalize, at the very least check out what's going on. So humans with playback devices or whistling, it's going to be a very small percent of those occurrences. That said, it's not something to do constantly or do in situations that might be dangerous, such as on a busy highway or uh, when you know there's a great horned owl with you already. Greyhorn owls do hunt them. So I think this screech owl is done for tonight. Songbirding Chorus of the Night was recorded, engineered, narrated, and created by me, Rob Porter. The Songbirding cover art and logo design is by Lauren Halton, and this episode's creepy Creative Commons music is from Scott Buckley. Listen to the end for a bonus clip of Eastern Screech Owls, recorded in August 2021 in Gray County, Ontario.